Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, the hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I Welcome am. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, James, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss. And get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. The weekend is here. It's Super Weekend. Time to figure out who is the best in the NFL. San Francisco, Kansas City, San Francisco, a two-point favorite, total of 47. We're going to break that down, get some prop bets out there, get you ready to make money all year long and much, much more. Thank you for joining us on this super special weekend. Let me bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky, and get this show going, Mr. Brandon Rush. Brandon, how are you, buddy? I am splendid, a super, all, all the S superlatives, I, I am them this weekend. You feeling sexy this weekend, Brandon? You know... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, far be it for me to to turn down the sexy level. Yeah, you're in you're in Vegas. I mean, super sexy time of year, and uh, probably some two pieces running around out there. And we have a sixty nine dollars super sexy Super Bowl special. So sixty nine dollars, Brandon, gets you all the all the bets you could possibly want for the big game coming up on Sunday. Predicted final score, which alone will get you thirty prop bets because you mm-hmm. can bet. Final score of this team, final score of that team, margin of victory, total this, total that, the sub, the other lines that come, all just based on the predicted final score. You also get the best bets for the game, side and total. You get the top 10 or 15 prop bets, more like 15 it's looking like. We're going to go over some of those here on the show, but you're going to get the top 10 or 15 prop bets. Those prop bets have made money every single year for over a decade. So if you put if you're a hundred dollar a game player, if you just put twenty bucks on those, you're gonna most you're gonna more than pay for the service fee most likely, and then some. Uh, even if you can't find all of them, some of them you know it depends on where you bet, but you'll be able to find plenty enough to make money on those bets far and above the six, super sexy sixty nine dollars that you spent getting those plays. Of course, that basketball it's about five or ten bucks a day. Longer packages save you a ton of money. Go get those right now at FatJackSports.com. Prices go up on all of the packages after Sunday. So through March Madness, through February, through the NBA Finals, through next year's Super Bowl, either football, combo, or whatever, you get free baseball now. You can pay out the service fee over seven months, and you get the lowest price of the year. So go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win this weekend. Brandon, how was last week? And uh, talk to me about that. You do okay last week? It was a, it was an interesting week. Basketball had its had its hits and misses. Um, the uh, the NBA and or excuse me the NFL and the NHL's All Star competitions were were fun television and some fun op, uh, betting opportunities just for something to do on on an off week. But uh, but all in all, I was on Bachelor Week as well, so I thrived long well enough to be able to travel this week. So I, I got through all that and uh, ready to get fired up this weekend. 
Yeah, so I'll spend a couple minutes on last week because I want to spend a couple because it, for every minute that I talk about last week's basketball, I feel like I should talk about the last month's basketball or the last sure. two months' basketball, and I don't think people need to hear that. You, Everybody understands out there, I'm up about 45 games in basketball over the last two months, over 60 games or more on the year since November, and we've won every single week in basketball since the 1st of October except – Last week, we had one losing week, more misses than hits. Brandon put it nicely, hits and misses. And and it's I'm not going to apologize. I, I will apologize. If we lost this week, two weeks in a row, which we're not going to, I would apologize. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna apologize about one week. We lost Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, built ourselves a nice little hole. First time we've done that all year. Think mm-hmm. about that, guys. We've been gambling since October on basketball. You've been heading into the weekend every single week of the year winning in basketball, at least a game or so, and sometimes up to seven, eight, nine, ten games since October until Pro Bowl week. Dug ourselves a whole Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, uh, we won. Friday, we lost. So we're back, still down six. Saturday, with under, in the second half, Brand took every single one of the games on Saturday into the second half with a double-digit lead having underdogs. And two of those four lost. Um, straight up. W- straight up, yeah. So they lost, well, they're underdogs. So yeah, they not only lost straight up, they didn't cover either. So we go two and two on Saturday after literally uh, dominating the game. So it's one of those you didn't have to, you weren't mad the entire game. You actually felt really good about it. You're only mad at the end. But we went two and two in basketball on Sunday, on Saturday. Sunday, we had a reversal of luck fortunes. And I will tell you, Brandon, I I would say it's super lucky, but I'll also tell you, we didn't talk about two weeks ago when we were dead even, we won on the week, but we were dead even. uh, No, we weren't. We won Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We were dead even over those, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We were dead even over those days. But we were 0-6 on games decided by two points or less. And I didn't come on the next week and start complaining and we're getting unlucky. I didn't do that. I I didn't even mention it. But that unlucky streak, those happen. That's called variance, called luck variance. In sports gambling, you have that. You're going to win some lucky games. You're going to lose some lucky games. Those will even out over the year. Well, on Sunday, we got back a couple of those games because we had two totals over. We, we went 3-0 and on Sunday, but we had two totals over that went into overtime to get them over. So very, very lucky to win both of those games. But are we lucky? Are we lucky over the last week, the last two weeks in betting? No, we're not lucky at all. We've been winning a lot more games like the other game that I had over in the third game, Iona, and it went over by 30 points. I mean, you didn't have to earn it. So more times than not, our wins have been like that. Recently, the losses have been some bad and some unlucky, and we hadn't had a lot of good luck. So Sunday, that reversed a little bit, went 3-0 Sunday. Ready for a huge week this week. Overall, basketball going very, very well. And the Super Bowl, I'm only going to say this once, Brandon, but the Super Bowl, you know the last time we lost the Super Bowl? I mean, when you talk about prop bets, side and or total, whichever the best bet is, we have not lost the Super Bowl in many, many, many years. I believe we've lost twice in the last 15. I, I was I was trying to trying to pinpoint when it was. I know it wasn't within the last three or four. No, they've um, been easy. Yeah, yeah, they've been easy winners. I, the, boy, it's yeah, you're right. It has been a, a very long time. It, it might have been... <laughs> And aging myself on this one, the 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 Cardinal Steelers Super Bowl, and then I'm trying to trying to remember what the maybe one of the uh, one of the Patriots. Um, no, the, it was Atlanta. It was Atlanta. Yeah, yeah Atlanta. Yeah, How, sep, uh, yeah. It's been seven years, and I've I've completely That's blocked the last out, of, one. out of my memory. Yeah, yeah, because that would hurt. Up twenty three to three at half, and ended up losing. Yeah, twenty eight three, and 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 lose that game. 
I lost a Volkswagen Jetta on that second half. Yeah, had some, you had some futures that were primed and ready to uh, – to... I did. I was cashing tickets, and I never do that in the Super Bowl. You never cash them. You never sit, I never start adding up. You know, you got a whole stack of tickets there typically. You never start adding up and say, well, I'm going to win $48,000 today. No, you're not. Tom Brady is going to come back all the way <laughs> and beat him in overtime. So, yeah, you're not going to do any of that. Any of such. Yeah, we lost once in the last seven years, twice in the last 15 years. Bottom line, Super Bowl's generally speaking a very profitable weekend, uh, and you add in those prop bets, very, very profitable. So 69 bucks there. Uh, get everything or add basketball, save money. We'll talk about the longer packages after we uh, take a break here in a little bit uh, and how that really is what you should be doing right now. You basically get the weekend for free, uh, along with about two and a half months of sports for free when you sign up through the 2025 Super Bowl. We'll talk about that after the break. I was in Denver last week. I went skiing. Fantastic yeah, I started in Denver, went to Vail, went skiing with my my baby. Um, that was last week, right? We haven't had a show. Yeah, yeah, we then. we talked about that. She broke her uh, broke her collarbone or whatever. We did. Did we talk about my um my homeless buffet that I set out? No. Talk about that. No. So I, I, Brandon, I can't catch a break with the homeless. I mean, <laughs> I try to. What's, do, what's the winning streak like with? The- I, I can't win. I can't win with the homeless. <laughs> when, I, I I traveled to a lot of cities, Brandon. There's a ton of homeless people. Sure. And Los Angeles, um, all of California, basically, but Los Angeles, Santa Monica, all that. Um, I go to Vegas, obviously, a lot. I go to South Florida a lot, and mm-hmm. I go to Denver a lot. I'm always surprised at the amount, and I understand homelessness. I absolutely is about mental illness first and foremost. And if you and I go to New York a lot. If you don't think it's about mental illness, go to New York in February and see how many homeless people there. If they had any 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 idea about where it would be good to be homeless, every one of them would be in Santa Monica. Or San Diego. Yeah. Or San Diego. They catch a bus because the weather alone would keep you out of cities like New York, Chicago, and Denver certain times of the year. Mental illness is drives homeless. So it's just not about homeless people, other than to say that when I'm in these big cities, Brandon, for some reason, and they've got some of the cities, the homeless have gotten more aggressive than others, and they are they're aggressive. And they will, you know, do you have a dollar? Do you have a quarter? Do you have a, no, I have a credit card. Do you take Venmo? I mean, you know, that right, whole thing. Right. And actually, I've got some yeses from that. I've got homeless people that said, yeah, I take Venmo, send it to at crackhead 24, you know, that type of stuff. So, um, but anyway, so I, I'm down and there's homeless everywhere. So I, we come back down the mountain after Denver and I bought Katie a bunch of snacks because she, uh, hurt her shoulder and uh, did something to her AC joint. And so I got this whole bag of snacks. Well, she then left to go to California and I'm getting ready to get on a plane. Well, you can't take, not only could I not take the snacks, I had like a 12 pack of Coke. Diet Coke, bottled waters, all of it. So I thought I was it was Monday morning or whenever I was leaving, Tuesday morning. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go out, find some homeless or one whatever, and I'm going to give them the groceries. Instead of just throwing them away or leaving them in the room, right. I'll go give it to some homeless people because that's it's just going to be wasted, right? So right. I go downstairs. I walk outside. Brandon, there are no homeless people anywhere. I can't find a homeless person. So I'm walking around, big bag of groceries, lugging around 12 packs of Coke and Diet Coke and water, walking the streets of downtown Denver, and I turn a corner. There's a guy with one leg, and I think, well, maybe he's homeless. You know, maybe it's bad. No, he's waiting on an Uber. Dude's sitting there waiting on an Uber. He's not homeless. The last thing you want to do is have some fat idiot come up and give you a bag full of groceries if you're just sitting there waiting on an Uber. You mind so, your own business. Lost lost a leg somehow, some way, and some dude's just coming up like, "Hey, do you want some Cheetos? Do you want some food?" Yeah. I, I, so now I'm getting pissed. I'm, I'm walking. <laughs> I'm, my back's starting to hurt. I'm fatiguing. Right. 
The homeless are nowhere to be found. So you after can't about find them when you need them, I can't find them when I need. Them. I just need one, one person that's rolled over in a sleeping bag, who might want to have some food and drinks for the day. And and so I finally I got so fed up. I went over and outside a bank there was this big ledge, and so I took my bag of groceries and I set it. I thought, you know what? Let's set up a buffet here. And so I set them up of of snacks, little potluck of snacks and drinks. I had a whole section for beverages and had some Diet Cokes, had bottle Avion or Fiji waters, had them lined up. Oh, who doesn't? They're filtered, you know, come natural springs. It's the best best of the bottled waters. I will not have an argument about this. Exactly. So I've got them lined up. And then I I thought, you know what? Let's put the candy next. You go from the water, you go to the can. I put the whole candy section, then chips, lined up the chips. I had some beef jerky. I laid it out there for a little protein at the end. So I had this whole probably 10-foot-long buffet. And then I turn around. Nobody's there. I have nobody. So I just yelled, hey, anybody want a buffet? It's over here for free. And it echoed throughout the canyons of downtown Denver. Downtown. Then went back. Yeah, so I went back to the hotel. I don't know what happened to it. Hopefully somebody Got showed up. And not, yeah, not, not have your, the fruits of your labor wasted street cleaner roll by and blow it all away or something so um so anyway that's that's what happened last week i glad to be out of denver i like denver but it's you know it's snowy and cold and everything so um the game let's talk about the game brandon um kansas city and san francisco the line it's been a little bit of an anomaly with the line the line has opened it opened two two and a half it was bet back to kansas city so now it got bet down as low as one or one and a half then you had some big bets. This is all prior to a Pro Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. You had some big bets come in on San Francisco. Had a million dollars out of Michigan. You had probably six or seven six-figure bets come in on San Francisco um, later in the week. So a couple million dollars in big bets. Expect that to be tenfold or twentyfold leading up to the game. You will have a ton of people. I mean, the parking. This is like the the F one stuff. The parking for for um, jets in Vegas is sold out. I so saw to, that. They're having to land, drop off the rich people, and then go somewhere else to park. And so all those people, there will be a ton of people simply based on it's the Super Bowl, they're in town, they're going to the game, that they're going to bet a bit a million dollars. As a matter of fact, I talked to two line setters, and they said, yeah, we've had more inquiries about how many million-dollar bets we'll take, um, and it's been tenfold from what we normally get. Wow. So expect huge, huge volume this weekend coming in on the game. Now, does that mean they're winning gamblers? No, absolutely not. It means they're rich. They're into private equity. They're into, you know, they own Johnson. I don't know what they do, but they most they inherited of them not- something from their great-grandfather who built railroads. Yeah. And they're going to make a big weekend out of Super Bowl weekend. That's really all that is. So if you're on Twitter and you're following the big bets, be real careful on what you're following because basically you're just following a rich guy who wants to have a good time. So that's, that's typically most professional gamblers, Billy Walters included, who's – known as the best sports gambler ever is never going to put a million dollars on a game when he can spread it out and give himself a much better chance of winning. And more importantly, a game like this, that is very well, very tight on the line. Turnovers will have a ton to do with who wins. Turnovers have a ton to do with um, the total, who wins the total. It's not, there's not enough advantage for a guy that's actually trying to win money betting on sports to triple or quadruple their bet. And that is really the lesson for the average guy out there listening to the show that's like, hey, I'm going to go to Kansas City. I'm going to go to Denver. I'm going to bet the game. Be careful not to bet a ton more because that will just get you in trouble. Um, we're going to have, we're going to make money, a lot of money, uh, bet within your means, but don't kick this game up money-wise, simply based on the fact that it's the Super Bowl and you want to bet more, right? 
Absolutely. If you are especially a client of the Fat Jack Sports Service, this is just one game. And granted, like we talked about uh, a bit about last week, yes, it's the biggest game for some of these players in the in the in the history of their lives. It's it's a normal Sunday for for everybody else. Yeah, you want to have a good time. If you want to bet more, hey, that's what the, dive into the props. The prop bets became popular because of the Super Bowl. If if you're going to go crazy, maybe do it there. Maybe do it where you have an opportunity to, like you said, kind of spread it around and and give yourself an opportunity to win more on on that than opposed to just one wager on that could be thrown around because a snap goes over the quarterback's head on the first play of the game. Or just if you're going to bet more, understand that you're doing it with added risk because mm. my guys, let's say a hundred dollar player of mine uh, who just played football this year, they they're up five or six thousand dollars after yep. the, after the service fee, so. They've got if you're a hundred dollar player and you're up five thousand dollars and you want you just play football or whatever and you want to bet five hundred bucks or uh, d- go ahead, this isn't Russia. Do what you want. You want to bet more, bet more. I don't care, but just understand what you're doing. Don't bet more expecting to win based on a, an advantage. This game will have no more advantage and in a lot of cases less advantage than a Tuesday Mac game might have. So that's really the point. Be careful in what you do. Um, we'll talk about the we'll break down the game coming up in the second segment. We're going to talk about props a lot more also uh, in the second segment. Both of those uh, prop bets have become a totally different world for not only the players but the sports books. Brandon, there's three to one money right now coming in on the prop bets over the, the side in total. That's uh, so, insane to me. Yeah, it's become the thing. And I will tell you, it is also – there's some of the easiest money out there in some of these mm-hmm. prop bets. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's Here's the general rule with prop bets. If you're a casual player, you're going to try to bet a little bit of money to make a lot of money. You bet $100 to make 500 If you're a sharp player, a, good, a guy that's betting for money, as stupid as that sounds, you're going you're gonna to find uh, things that are mispriced. But yep. most of the time, you're going to have to lay money to win money. So 320 to win 100, something like that. But it's more likely to happen. And the line has been moved away from where it should be based on the general public players that are the volumes and volumes of general public players that like to bet a little bit of money to make a lot of money. Other thing about prop bets is that if you're betting props, if you bet overs, you want to bet over on some of these prop bets, you want to do that earlier in the week. Because as, as Vegas fills up, you're really a little bit late by the time you're listening to this show this week. But you want to bet overs early in the week. If you want to bet under, go ahead and wait. So wait until all the general public money comes in and bets over. For instance, if you like uh, Travis Kelsey to have more, he was six and a half receptions when the prop bets came out. He might even be seven by the time we're going now. But if you like Travis Kelsey over seven receptions, let's say, you'll want to bet that right when the prop bets come out, the Monday of the Pro Bowl week up until about Thursday of the Pro Bowl week. After that, you would want to wait, if you like under in Travis Kelsey's Pro Bowl re- or his receptions, go ahead and wait. Wait until the day of the game. In fact, one of the biggest uh, gambling syndicates I know of, uh, they'll have 2 or $3 million bet on the prop bets alone um, coming up to the game. And 85, their biggest challenge, Brandon, is when how they're able to wait as long as humanly possible because their general consensus is they will bet under on most of the prop bets, waiting on the general public to inflate the lines, move the numbers up, and then they'll come in and bet under, yep. getting the best value of the line. The problem becomes when you're trying to bet 2 or $3 million on props, you can't do that an hour before the game. No, you, you especially can't do it in person because every – every person who's ever seen a football game has $40 in their pocket and they're waiting in line to make that wager at a sports book. 
So yeah, you, you definitely have to uh, be coordinated. Um, and if you're, if you're able to do it on the apps, it, it definitely helps. It's app-based, but even at that, when you're trying to run in 2 or $3 million, you're getting approval every single time you press go. Now, they'll get approved most of the time. Right. But if you try to put 2000 or 3000 at a time on an app, which is about as high as you can get on a prop bet. Most of them have $2,000 limits, but two or 3000 at a time. If you press enter, it then has to go to a supervisor who's standing by waiting to approve the bet based on the amount of history. Look, yep. Yeah, and it's volume. So if you if if they if they're one sided on the prop bet, if they have you know a million dollars on over on Kelsey's receptions, and you want to bet, and they have three hundred thousand under, and you want to bet under for three thousand, they're gonna it won't take but a couple minutes, and they'll say yeah go, but they still are gonna look at it with every single one of those prop bets. So that takes time. So two million dollars in on their estimate, they do this every year. It takes mm-hmm. about twelve hours of three or four guys sitting there getting approval during operation. Now you can't do it two in the morning. Nobody's there to approve it. So you got to do it during the day. So it's a lot of Saturday action and then Sunday morning. So all these things are going on Super Bowl weekend that you generally speaking won't have taking place. Uh, it makes it even more so reason to go to fatjacksports.com, get signed up and start winning today. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack and it's time for the big game. Are you feeling lucky? Because if you want to win this weekend, there's no place to go other than FatJackSports.com for my super sexy $69 special. $69 gets you predicted final score, best bets in the game, and the top prop bets all for this Sunday's action. Want to add hoops? It's less than about $5 a day. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win this super weekend betting the game against the spread. It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, golf majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host. We think he's super. He's the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two, super sexy weekend. Ooh, sexy. It's getting hot in here. Ready for the big game, $69. Get you everything through uh, football for the big game, including side, total, predicted final score, top prop bets, all of it, 69 bucks at fatjacksports.com. Longer packages save you a ton of money, about half price on what you're going to pay if you wait until the summer even and beyond that. And certainly if you're a guy that goes weekly or monthly, you are saving 60 to 70% off taking that approach to winning money, betting on sports, even starting in September. So pay out the service fee over seven months, get signed up today and start winning. 30% of the money so far, Brandon, at San Francisco minus two has come in on San Francisco. 70% on Kansas City. Almost 70% on the over. 
82% of the money line money, and that's not surprising, uh, coming in on Kansas City for the big game. General public loves Kansas City. The, the Sharps are kind of split at this point. Um, I have a I have a gut feeling that a lot of them are going to pound San Francisco leading up to the game. I just have a feeling of that. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to bet against Mahomes in the playoffs. Guys, 10-1-1 against the spread as an underdog. Um, they, they've been incredibly good. You get the better quarterback with Mahomes in Kansas City. You get the better coach as far as experience goes in this situation. Um, you know, Kansas City also, Brandon, the first team in the history of the NFL to hold every single opponent under 28 points. We talk about Mahomes, we talk about Kelsey, but this is the first team ever to 20 games hold their opponent under 28 points. That is a very, very good stat. And I don't think that people understand, especially in this day and age in the NFL, where offense is is king and the the entire game is, is garnered to allowing offenses to flourish, that that defense has gone really kind of unrecognized in in that accomplishment. That's really big. It actually shows how bad the offense has been. Because <laughs> right. This team is, has – offense has done enough, but this team set an all-time record on amount of games holding teams under 20 points. The second place on that list are the uh, 2000 Ravens, Tampa Bay from 02, the 05 Steelers, and the 2010 Green Bay Packers all held their opponents 19 uh, games under – 28 points, and every one of those teams won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll say all those defenses, you can name guys on those on those teams that are in the Hall of Fame now. So yeah, and, those, and that's those what's were... and that's what's funny, Brandon. Other than Chris Jones, how many how many Kansas City Chiefs defense players can you name? I mean, I mean, not many. I, right? Yes, can can do plenty, but yeah, the, the yeah. average the average person, not many. And there's not many, there's exactly. not like you said outside of Chris Jones, I doubt there's one dude on this defense right now that'll that'll make the Hall of Fame. This is not. This has been a, an incredible year because you've got such flash and and, and mm-hmm. talent on the offensive side that's underperformed, and those two haven't necessarily, but the rest of the guys have overall on the year. Um, where the defense has been next level good, they've gone under the total seventy percent of their games are fourteen and six to the under this year. San Francisco, eleven and eight to the over, so fifty five percent they're about you know push about fifty five percent they've gone over the total. Um, the key, real big stat in both these teams, Brandon, Kansas City second half points, mm-hmm. 7.6 points per game in the second half of games. They're 30th. San Francisco, 14.1 points in the second half of their games this year. That's first. So this is, a, I can make you a really nice case for either one of these teams. And I bring up that stat because we're going to talk about prop bets. Yep. So let's talk about props. Any props that jump out to you and say, hey, let's get after that one? Um, on that note, um, highest scoring half to be the first half, um, I feel like is is a high, I mean, it's plus money, uh, depending on where you get it. Um, to me, that that kind of seems like what this, this game is going to lead to um, because we've seen Kansas City score early and then just – Shut shut everything down in the second half, as you, as you mentioned. Fourteen of the twenty games they've played so far this season under the total. Um, that is that is pretty telling in and of itself, I think. And that's on the game on the yeah. uh, second half. It's been even higher. Um, this the, what I try to do when I'm looking at prop bets is I try to find something that I feel like I can count on because it's happened consistently over the year. And then, as importantly, it's really hard to fix. You can't fix it. And it, those are stats that if you could fix second half, throw out against Baltimore. All right. Cause mm-hmm. Baltimore, 
made as many of their own problems as they you know as they could. They fumble going to the end zone. They give the ball up. They moved between the twenties, couldn't get in the end zone. But if you look at the whole year, Kansas can't see teams winning games but not doing it while scoring in the second half. So that to your point, based on that one stat, and if you want to combine that with a stat that San Francisco leads the league in second half scoring. You can take those two numbers and do exactly what you're talking about. How about this? Kansas City wins the second half, or wins the first half. First half. San Francisco wins the second half. San Francisco wins the second half. Higher point total. If you think the game's going to be close, which everybody does, including the line setters, the sharpest players in the world, and the biggest idiots, most people will tell you that the game should be pretty close. Mm -hmm. That you can say, okay, well, if it's going to be close, then – uh, Kansas City may not run away and hide in the first half, but they're going to probably outscore, based on it being close at the end of the game, they're going to outscore San Francisco in the first half. So Kansas City wins the first half. Kansas City scores more points in the first half, more points in the first half than the second half. The second half gets gets ugly if one of the teams get blown out. So if you think that's going to happen, you would be the opposite of all these bets. Uh, San Francisco wins the first half. Kansas City has to open it up more in the second half. Yep. They either throw interceptions or they give more possessions to McCaffrey and company, blah, blah, blah. So those are two things. You can also dig even deeper. Kansas City wins the first half, and San Francisco wins the game, if you like it that way. You can bet Kansas City to win the first half and to win the game. You can bet that with amount of points that they would win by. Uh, first half money line. So yep. we've listed 10 bets. <laughs> based on the sole fact that we think there's a possibility, a probability mm-hmm. that Kansas City will continue to struggle scoring points in the second half, but the game will be close. So that's how you handle prop bets. Um, if you're talking about players, my problem with betting anything but over, and believe me, it's probably a little late for this, but over with like Kelsey's number and Christian McCaffrey's number is that no matter how the game sets up, there's not a world, in my opinion, that that they do not continue to get Kelsey involved. No team has proven, including Baltimore, that had the best defense in the league, has proven that they can stop Kelsey and not guard him, just simply guard him. And I will tell you, Brandon, this San Francisco defense, and I've talked to a couple NFL players about this, what's the problem with this San Francisco defense? Why are they – why they they look like Swiss cheese against against Detroit? And they've been giving up rushing yards. They remind me a little bit of a rich man's version of what Philadelphia was. Well, mm. Early in the year, they were great defensively. And then later in the year, they, they've been really been looking to wear like down. wear down and struggling. They have great players. If you look at the players top to bottom on their roster versus Kansas City, they're a better roster. Now, they don't I, I, would, I would firmly agree, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, That's right. Don't have a better quarterback, don't have a better coach, but they defensively especially, this is a very good defense team. But there is a chance, Brandon, what we're seeing is that this is the third defensive coordinator for San Francisco in the last three years. Yep, D'Amico Ryan's left to go be the head coach of the Houston Texans. The year before that, Robert Sala was the uh, named the head coach of the uh, New York Jets. So yeah, a lot of lot of ch- uh, turnover and change. And that, and there's a chance that all of these offenses, who are brilliant brilliant minds, have figured out how to take advantage, or maybe he has tendency. Steve Wilkes, I I believe, is is doing a bad job. He's doing a bad job with great players. Now, is it enough to overcome the fact that he's got super talent all over the field? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that those type of things are things that you'll want to look at when you're betting the prop bets, and those are also reasons why this game uh, might be San Francisco a lot closer, even though their power rating over the course of the season is much better than what Kansas City is. We already talked about Kansas City's weaknesses and scoring points and so on and so forth. So 
A lot of different storylines, a lot of different uh, ways to look at it. Another interesting stat, Brandon. San Francisco, excuse, Super Bowl winners. The winners have covered all but 10 of the last 56 Super Bowls. So you generally speaking don't have to worry about the points. If you find right. the winner, if you find the winner, you get the um you get the you cover also. They're 46, 7, and 3 against the spread, the Super Bowl winners are. So whether you like the favorite, you like the underdog, generally speaking, you don't have to worry about the points. That's kind of freeing. That's a nice thing. Um underdogs have been good on the money line because of that. So you, you're okay to look uh look underdogs uh, in those spots as well. So um, just a, a few things to look at. Um, I had another one that was, oh, uh, before we, and by the way, $69, go get signed up today. All the games. It's super sexy. All right. We're going to have such a sexy weekend for 69 bucks. Predicted final score, best bets in the game and the top prop bets settle in for a very, very winning, uh, great Sunday all the way around. Very satisfying Sunday, I think on this super sexy special. So, um, get signed up today. If you're out there and you're coaching Little League this fall, Brandon, I had another point about the game I wanted to say that was a big one. Um, let's do coin tosses. You want to do that? <laughs> I, uh, I, <clears throat> coin toss is the one that, for whatever reason, annoys me the most because it, literally f- the betting on the outcome of a flip of a coin, <laughs> you can do that with your friends at your table. I don't know why you would go to a sports book and give them juice to, to bet on a coin flip. There's been a million dollar bet placed on tails. Oh God! We will have heads for sure. Bargain anybody, down. anybody, I don't care how much money you have. If you're dumb enough to go give them fifty thousand dollars to book your heads versus tails bet because you can get one hundred five at the casinos. But if you're dumb enough to give them fifty thousand dollars to win a million betting on heads, I'm going to pull against you. We're going to bet. Ta- oh no, it's betting on tails. We're gonna we're gonna flip over and bet heads. Uh, since 06, heads and tails, nine and nine, dead even. Shocking, right? Or I mean, it's amazing how the, the math on that works, yeah. The total's been even also. It's actually one game. It's like 18, 17, and one overs to under. So not really an advantage uh, in recent, you know, the last 35 years or so on um, the coin toss either. I'm, I'm, I'm stalling because I had something that I wanted to tell you about the game before I got into Little League coaches. Let's just go to Little League coaches real quick, and then we'll probably come back. Um, If you're coaching Little League and you are in the cage right now with your son or daughter, and you are, you know what, and there was a kid that was there when when Jackson was about 12, and this kid threw 75 miles an hour or whatever, and every time you go over the cage, it was like a a dog show. You know, he's showing off his show pony. Mm. and Kids throwing it, firing it down the middle, and this guy weighed 900 pounds, the dad did. And he was about 5'9", nine, 900 pounds. 5'9 um, by 5'9". Five 5'9 nine. Five nine by 5'9". Barely had to s- spin sideways to get through the door. Um, and I thought at the time, eh, I don't know, uh, probably not going to make it. Might make it, probably not going to make it, even though he was that good. Um, something to keep in mind. And So so I'm, I'm mainly talking to you if you are a carpenter or a fireman or a wrestling coach or whatever you, you are. And you are pretty good in school, and you're pretty sure that your son or daughter is really, really good. And they're under 16. Because at 16, you kind of start telling a little bit more. But anywhere under 15, 13, 12, 14, 9, I don't care. If you are that guy and you're listening to the show, by the way, thank you for listening because I appreciate it because I'm going to say something that you're not going to love. Hmm. But 
I do appreciate you listening. I appreciate your effort with your kid and with the other kids that you're affecting in their life. But if you think your son or daughter is going to end up making money betting, playing sports and you are a carpenter or fireman or an engineer or whatever it is you are, you have lost your freaking mind. There is very such a small, small chance that he's going to. You might want to back up your 120-game baseball schedule this year to 40 games and go to the lake a little bit more. And here's my point, Brandon. Did you know that both of the quarterback's dads in the Super Bowl were both Major League Baseball pitchers? Was aware of that. Here's what happens in sports, and this is from a dad who's lived the entire thing, from Little League to high school to college, all of it. Here's what happens. If you are Jonathan Hayes' son, who coached for OU, played for Kansas City Chiefs, and was a a coach for the Bengals, then your son, Jackson Hayes, is probably going to play for the Lakers, which he is right now. If you are Kevin Wilson, who was a good football player into college, your son is probably going to play in college. If you are a five foot nine fireman for Noble, Oklahoma, <laughs> your son probably going to be a fireman in and around, maybe in Meeker or someplace in, in your area. That's probably what's going to happen. So I don't listen, I'm all for shooting for the stars. My point, though, on this Super Bowl weekend, the sexy Super Bowl weekend, is that don't put all your eggs in that basket. More importantly, don't affect your son or daughter's life in a way that's good. They're going to be hurting into their 20s, 30s, and 40s because you're chasing down a dream that you didn't do, and they're not going to do either because that's what's going to happen. Most of the guys in this game, this Super Bowl game, their parents played at least in college, and that's the facts, Brandon. That's the reality. My niece, who goes to Mustang High School, she is on this – she's a softball player, and I don't give a rip about softball as far as I can throw it. But I've become a little bit of a fan. I went to the national tournament in L.A., mm-hmm. and on her team, they won the national championship. She plays on this team out of Alabama or something where everybody loves softball and dirt. And and so they're in L.A. And But on this team, Brandon, the girls – they're not from Oklahoma for the most part. They're from all around. Their parents all played professional sports. Marcus wears kids on the team. I mean, there's like five mm. NFL dudes on the team. Their daughters are on the team, and they're long, and they're athletic, and they're great. And even the ones that didn't, mom played tennis for Stanford, and mom played basketball for LSU. It's it's people who go to that level. Their kids, most of the time, go to that level. And the ones that end up being a carpenter in you know, Deer Creek, your kid's probably going to be a carpenter in Deer Creek, which, again, it's fine. Shoot for the moon. Don't expect it because it's probably not going to happen. That's my public service announcement. Batchack Sports, and by the way, don't at me. Don't email me. <laughs> don't care. Don't even have a kid in the game. My kid's on Wall Street killing it. My daughter's graduating from college. I'm not interested in Little League. If I go, it is for amusement only and to avoid the parents out there that think that they're playing for anything other than development of their children. I want you to, you know, just keep it in mind, Brandon, because I was not great at keeping it in mind. Sure, you know, I'm sure. Not, but uh, you, to your point, scholarships aren't being awarded today. They're if not. You're, if, you're, if you're playing, if you're playing in eighth grade, yeah. If, if your kid's thirteen, yeah, you might get some look from a private uh, a private high school in your area. Let pump the brakes a bit. Very rare. Um, Usher's first song at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's got it. And here's the thing. You, his catalog isn't as deep as many people would like to think. 
So I, I'm very curious to see what what kind of show he puts together because I mean he's gonna I, have special guests. That's what Usher. He's got to. He's got to. I mean, if he Little John ain't there, I'm I'm yeah. I'm. Th- by the way, Little John Saturday night um um uh, is is performing somewhere in town, yeah. allegedly might yeah. might be an attempt. Thought you were going to the comedy show Saturday. I, I am, but it's it's a twenty four hour city dress. Gonna be a big weekend. <laughs> Such a big weekend. You got a pocket full of cash and little John's performing late. Hey, My God, T- you're gonna be T Pain and Little Wayne are, are playing at Top Golf. I mean, this this is gonna be an wow. event. There's gonna be something around every corner. The Wu Tang Clan go- is doing a residency. How am I not involved? Thank you. If you're not Going, if you, but guys, sign up at fatjacksports.com. If you want to be up a ton of money and be looking at the Wu Tang Clan next year in wherever they're going to play, Detroit or whatever, go get signed up today because that's what we're doing right now. We're not worried about who's going to win the game. We're celebrating a huge year. We're trying to figure yeah. out how in the heck we're going to spend the entire weekend in town and not sleep. Where can we get drugs to keep us up all night that we won't be addicted to come Monday morning? And that's not well, a thing. Uh, that's I mean... what I mean. We can't do it. I'm not going to do it. But I wish there was a pill I could take to stay up 24-7 for three days and then never and take then it again. Just flush it out of your system. And then the next thing you know, you're you're getting a, you're getting a sausage biscuit at Dairy Queen on Monday morning like nothing happened. Yeah. No harm, no foul. But that's not a thing. But those are <laughs> things I'm, I'm worried about. Yeah is, is the favorite. My way, co-favorite. Yeah. Uh, DJ's got us falling in love is 5-1. to one. I think he closes with that. Love in the club is 6-1. to one. Those are not, the not his best work. Yeah, those are the fair. So probably, I mean, you put a – if you want to – listen, if you want to just heat it up, and I think these are offshore, if you want to just yeah. heat up first song of Usher, yeah, in my way, you're getting plus 225 on both of those. You could take a 25% profit on all – you know, bet 1,000, make 250, and just bet on both if you're pretty sure that he's not going to lead in with – now, if he opens with love in the club, you're going to break something. Probably. Yeah, there, there, will be, there will be words spoken. Yeah, so um, anyway, that's a halftime show. And uh, well, I got much more. But if you had a million dollars, you had to put it on one prop bet. Yep. Let's find that one prop bet that you would put a million bucks to make. And it can't be minus 900. So no, it's I, I already got it. I already know what it is. And, and, and it's plus money. Oh, boy, you are. You want to talk about <laughs> Kenny freaking Rogers. I've hired <laughs> Kenny freaking Rogers to run this show with me. Guy's got a million. Yeah, pay me 1.2, bitches. You know, that's what's happening. You might have beat that out. But, yeah, that's what's happening here. We're going plus money on the million-dollar frontline winner. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come back with the million-dollar prop bet. Who's going to win the best bet of the game? Maybe. Probably not the best bet. you got to be sexy. 69 bucks to get that. But you want the second best bet in the game, I'll probably give you that and much, much more to wrap up the Super Bowl edition of the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show, Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. 
Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and it's time for the big game. Are you feeling lucky? Because if you want to win this weekend, there's no place to go other than FatJackSports.com for my super sexy $69 special. $69 gets you predicted final score, best bets in the game, and the top prop bets all for this Sunday's action. Want to add hoops? It's less than about $5 a day. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win this super weekend betting the game against the spread. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and for the final time this football season, here's our host, the Fat Jack. Thank you, Brandon, so much. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number three. Um, getting you out of here on the Super Bowl edition. It is the last, you know, the Super Bowl is this weekend, but it's not the last edition of the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking about um, college basketball, about the NBA, about whatever comes into Re- our mind. Recap the weekend. <laughs> recap how much money we made over the weekend, so much more. So go to FatJackSports.com, and I say this every year, but if you want to next year be one of the ones that's actually winning money betting on sports, then go right now to FatJackSports.com and get signed up to make money. Um, we're we're going to have another great year. We're having a great year. And that's going to continue. Brandon, one prop bet. You got a million bucks? I don't have a million dollars, but if I did, I would put it on this one prop bet. I actually bet this every year, uh, at least for the past maybe five or six years, and I haven't had as much luck. However, I am very confident in it this year because of the teams and the players and the coaches that are in the game. Over two and a half players to attempt a pass. Right now, listen to DraftKings at like plus 124. Um, and that's, that's what I got it at for much less than a million, but two of the most, um, innovative play callers offensively. Um, you have a bunch of guys on these teams who played quarterback either in high school or college. And you have, especially a team in Kansas city that is not afraid to try some silly stuff around the end zone and goal line situations short yard situations i i firmly believe this is my favorite prop bet of the entire sheet and the fact that it's plus money i'm a bit greedy but yeah cash me 1.2 it is a long shot every year it rarely hits but it is a fun bet to bet and it does make a lot of sense it it was it opened at 175 at caesars i mean almost two to one and that's been bet down because a lot of people like you Mm -hmm. there's just a whole lot of reasons you can see it happening and it's a fun bet to place um, a long shot one that it's also plus money. I'll give people, I've done this the last four years or so, and it hasn't hit the last two or three years, but we didn't talk about the kickoffs. Uh, the opening kickoff of the game yep. is, um, for it not to be a touchback. Now, both these dudes have pretty big legs, so it might be a touchback, but plus they um, use special balls that you know, they're only used for the, the opening kickoff. So yeah, it's, they don't why. get as worked up as some of the other kicking balls do. That's why it's a commemorative ball. They, they start the Super Bowl with a commemorative football that they immediately after the opening kickoff, take it and send it to Canton, Ohio to the hall of fame. So it's only used for the kickoff. It is, it is not an actual football that they would use the rest of the year. It's a commemorative one. Hasn't mattered lately. This game is indoors. So, you know, maybe this is a better bet whether it's Santa Clara or someplace like that, but not to be a um, touchback is certainly a long shot to look at because it is it is plus money as well. Um, I, I would if you can find Kansas City's second half total under. There's not been an easier bet in the NFL this year than Kansas City to not score points in the second half. They're averaging seven point six a game. 
There's no re- there's a bunch of different scenarios that they would not score a bunch of points in the second half uh, or have to score a bunch of points in the second half. Uh, bets like fewer points in the second half than the first half. A lot of those are going to be underdogs or plus money. Uh, those are certainly something to look at, so I would look at those as well. I have a, a, rele- a selection on the side or the total and an opinion on the side. Um, so if you want to get that, 69 bucks at FatJackSports.com. I'm giving neither out on the air because we are going to have a huge weekend. And it's time to get signed up for that. Brandon, any final thoughts? Longest punt return under 17 and a half yards and a kick to hit the uprights plus 850. Those are all fun also. So those <laughs> that's that comes from a guy that has made a, sh- a ton of money this year betting on sports and is yeah. ready to celebrate his Super Bowl weekend. So if you want to be that, go get signed up today and start winning. Um, other than that, guys, wager responsibly. Uh, don't drink and drive. You go to a party, don't get in your car afterwards drunk. It's only bad things will happen. Um, have a great week. Next week, we're going to talk about the 60 Minutes, the, all the stuff we didn't talk about this week. So we'll have a big show next week as well. Tune back in. Also see how we did during the big game. Until next week, for Brandon the Fat Jack, this has been the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. This is the Fat Jack, and it's time for the big game. Are you feeling lucky? Because if you want to win this weekend, there's no place to go other than FatJackSports.com for my super sexy $69 special. $69 gets you predicted final score, best bets in the game, and the top prop bets all for this Sunday's action. Want to add hoops? It's less than about $5 a day. Go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win this super weekend betting the game against the spread.